What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Denim Radio. This is episode 008, and we're feeling great. I am one of your co-hosts, Josh, and over here we got Ozone. How's it going, man? Also great. It is a great. It's a great day for a Monday. Not so bad at all. The sun was shining here in sunny Red Deer. No smoke for a change. No smoke. No uh, thunderstorms today. Good day. Good day for a beer. Good day for a chat with uh, a nice, handsome British Columbian fella, which we'll get into shortly. But uh, what's uh, new and exciting in the high end denim slash trashed ambulance world this week? Well, high end denim had Upside Down Man release their debut album this week, Looking Up. It came out, I guess, last week now, but it's a few days old. So check it out if you haven't. Solid front to back. Absolutely, getting uh, getting great uh, feedback from what I can tell so far. We've sent it around. I know we're going to see some reviews rolling in here, hopefully pretty soon. And uh, yeah, over two thousand worth of plays already, which is pretty damn good for a you know a band starting from scratch on 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 uh, the music platforms. You know, it's hard to build something out of nothing. So yeah, we uh, extend a huge heartfelt. Thank you to everybody who's checked it out, and, and of course, all the other bands that have released shit so far. But yeah, what else is coming down the pipe? Well, this week we have Remy Verl. He's got his uh, his new album coming out on, well, probably by the time this episode is out. It'll be out, and it's another new one. It's crazy, man. Can't keep up. Can't keep up. Let's... Uh... Remember what that guy was called? <laughs> uh, we, we don't realize. We don't realize. That was a test. That was a test. So this is his third full-length. You heard me right. Third full-length release in 2023. If you're going back to 2021 or 2020, fucking, I, can't, I lost count. I lost count. I know he's got stuff already coming down the pipe. He's been sending us, sending us art, so he's a maniac. <laughs> but, yeah, I've been... Uh, Really digging what he's been putting out, so we're not going to say no. And if you haven't got to know Mr. Ramey, check out his episode. I think that was episode 006, was it? I think double so. Five, 005? I can't remember. Anyways, we're starting to get too many. Can't, can't keep them all straight, but yeah, he's a hilarious dude as well as extremely talented. I want him to fact check uh, a certain name in this interview, too. See if it, <laughs> see if it holds up. But. Yeah, we got a... A French immersion French guy, not a Quebec French guy. So uh, he's got French roots, but I don't think he's as fluent as 
could be, but he's got a very French sounding last name, which I won't even attempt. <laughs> but there's one more thing. I think it's probably going to be announced by the time this episode comes out is we finally have a date for the last of the Lost Planet Airman songs. So Sagan will be dropping. What did we decide? July 7th? That's uh, the Friday. I think that's the day we picked that week for sure. <laughs> Fuck yeah. So yeah, this, the last two songs of his little, uh, their little uh, three song EP titled Sagan. And we're super stoked. We even got our friend from down the QE2 in Edmonton, Mr. Uh, Cody Blakely of Half Stack Studios. He uh, got him on board. He mixed it, mastered it for him. So sounding pretty crisp. So. You've already heard the one song, so make sure you check out the, the last two, because we're stoked for it. Yeah, so we, we've been staying busy. And there's one little bit of trash news that's now public knowledge. We're going back to the land of Regal Fowl, aren't we? We are. The beautiful mountain range that no one knows. Pretty sure it's <laughs> called the Rockies, but... There'd be no way of knowing. There's no, no, atlas, no atlases or almanacs or uh, encyclopedias out there to... Fact no topography that. in that area. No way. <laughs> oh yeah. Yes, we're uh we're stoked that we were invited by our, our pal Figgy. Figgy Smalls from uh the band <laughs> All the Time Everywhere. He's got Pitworthy Productions in uh or is it productions or promotions? I think it's promotions actually. And, and the R- so. RFM is productions, not promotions. But uh yeah, he uh said, Hey, do you guys want to come open for <laughs> 10-foot pole in Banff. Like, hell yeah. We didn't actually check the date. It's a Monday and we have jobs. But you know what? We're making it work. <laughs> We're making it work. <laughs> you can't say no when somebody says, well, for one, play with the uh, punk rock legends, and two, go to Banff. Like, we, we go there all the time. As <laughs> many times as we can. Any excuse. But yeah, that was, a, that was a no-brainer. So yeah, we're working on some other stuff for that weekend, we hope. But nothing imminent yet. But stay tuned. Is there anything else you think? Can't, we can't leak no. anything yet. <laughs> for, for a change, no, it's nice. Yeah. yeah, we've had a quiet July so far. Family kind of mandated it, but you know what? We'll be, we'll be back eventually. Rocking and rolling. It's fucking the only way you can make money as a band. <laughs> like, <laughs> Who thought? We got all these harebrained <laughs> scams, and we're like, let's check the old uh, bank account. Oh, I guess we got to place more shows, so. We don't do it because we like it. We don't like seeing any of your faces in the crowd. We just want money. <laughs> just <laughs> if that was the case, we would have uh, we would have uh, bankrupted ourselves years ago. Because there's not a lot of money in what we do. But you know what? Fucking awesome time. But I think we could. Oh wait, let's talk about Mister uh, Chevrolet. <laughs> Tyler Hall, Goat Boy from. Uh, <laughs> Cam Loops, British Columbia. And the band Let's Go. He joined us for a little chat. We talked about their upcoming album, his time on tour with a different band when he uh, was kind of a fill in guy when he went and did the warp tour and all through the States. And some other dumb shit. So if you want to know what that dumb shit is, you better stick around. Yep. <laughs> so uh, let's roll into the first musical interlude here because I think your battery's dying. So we better get this wrapped up quick. Six percent. Yep. So yeah, I'm gonna pick uh, a little song by Tyler. 
and his band Let's Go called Don't Blink Now. They recorded it or released it, I guess, earlier this year in January. Hell yeah. That one was mixed and mastered by the buddy, one and only. Yeah, our buddy Casey from just down the road. He did our album, so. And Sounds... Upside Down's album as well. Yeah, 100%. And the Maroons album, too. Maroons, yeah. He's, uh, he's got a type. <laughs> he likes working with skate punk bands for sure. And uh, they all sound great in their own way. So, yeah, check that song out. And, and for me, I uh, can't remember if we talked about this, but we're uh, we got to get the Maroons on the show. They're coming on here eventually. Just kind of waiting for them to have something that they wanted to hype. But we'll get them on, even if we're just shooting the shit like we kind of did with Tyler here. Um, he didn't have anything imminent to, to talk about. But anyways, one night, there was a blizzard in Calgary and we played a show there and we didn't want to drive home in it. So our buddy Gigi Marone was like, you guys can crash on my, at my house. I got a couple couches. I just live two minutes away. And then it's like, Oh, I just live five minutes away. Oh yeah. I just live like 15 minutes away. So anyways, <laughs> half an hour later, we end up at his house. <laughs> and, uh, he was like, Oh fuck. At that point it was like midnight. We're like, Oh, let's have a quick nightcap and we'll go to bed. So we, seven hours later it's eight in the morning and we go to bed but we sleep for a couple hours get up we gotta go drive back home and on our way out he said here guys i got this still got a box of this this is my band from fuck when was this see if there's a date on it 2003 so i was still in high school when this album came out it's a band called inventing the wheel album was called first first turn and he said you guys take this album this is uh one of my old bands and I think, correct me if I'm wrong. Oh, yeah, I'm wrong. Never mind. <laughs> so I thought somebody else I know was in this band. But anyways, uh, yeah, he said, check this out. And I haven't checked it out yet, but this one song just needs to be played. So I'm going to play it sight unseen. It's called Assault Lake City. Because how the fuck can you not play that song? And I think after that, we can roll right into the interview unless you got something to add. I don't. All right. That was a long-winded story to say. <laughs> this is the Maroons guys' other band. So check it out. This <laughs> is Inventing the Wheel. They're no longer a band, but the song lives on forever. <laughs>
This is Cam from Boo Radley, and you're listening to Denim Radio. Taylor and this is Bryce from Lost Planet Airmen and you're listening to Denim Radio. What's going on everybody? Welcome back to Denim Radio. We are pleased to welcome our first British Columbia guest if I'm not mistaken. We got Tyler Hall from the band. Let's go. I'm sorry I should have found out how to say your second last name. Hey, yeah. Thanks. Uh, thanks for having me on and no sweat about the name. You know, I've got like three to four names. So if you can hit like two out of four, you're, we're having a good day. Yeah. So how do you say it? Uh, Shepherd of Feast. Tyler Hall Shepherd of Feast. Fuck, how the hell was I going to say that right? Yeah, that wouldn't have been close. <laughs> okay, but there's there's a story there. Like, like Ozone said before we started recording, it's not going to be a problem for me to talk endlessly here because the story about my name is like, Chevre in French, I mean goat, 
and Fis means son. So my name translated as son of goat. But it's weird because I actually have a little horn on my head. And like, it's like a little goat horn. I don't know. You guys can feel it next time we hang out. But people are often, uh, I don't know, they feel it. <laughs> I'll feel your horn, man. Yeah, buddy. Okay. <laughs> I don't know where to begin with that comment, but <laughs> I'm going to have to check with our, with our French friends and see if that's, that's legitimate. Yes, so you can check with them and make sure I'm not doing stolen valor and just claiming to be of French background. <laughs> to be a goat from a long line of goat fuckers. <laughs> That's right. Son of a goat. Somebody fucked a goat somewhere along the way. <laughs> and now you're forever horny. <laughs> <laughs> hey, welcome to Denim Radio. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Off the rails in within fucking two minutes. This is, that's a that's a new record for us. Usually it takes about ten before shit goes a little wonky, but we didn't waste any time this day, so <laughs> let's get her back. The train back on the track here. How are you doing, man? What's going on in uh Cam Loops, British Columbia? Uh not too much. Uh just doing the music thing and work. Um we we had a tour with the Fomites. We called it Shred the West, uh the Fomites from Vancouver. And we did uh seven shows with them, three in BC or four in BC, three in Alberta, and played with a bunch of awesome bands. We were in Alberta. Uh, we tried to get you guys to play with us. We even changed the dates that we were going to come tour there. So maybe you could play with us while we were there. And you were like, oh, no, sorry, we're going to be leaving the country. So we played to Vern. We played in Vern's to, uh, without you guys. And you were supposed to play Red Deer, but the show fell through. Whoops. Yes. Fucking Red Deer. We, it was the Red Deer screw job, not unlike <laughs> the uh, Montreal screw job, right? But you know what? These things happen, and we picked up. We, we didn't pick up an extra show, but we had three awesome shows in Alberta. We did High River, we did uh, Vern's in Calgary, and we did um, Edmonton, Black Bar. So that was really fun, and got to hang out with the Fomites, and got to know them, and see them play seven times. It's a bunch of sweet bands. We got to play with the Maroons again. Uh, so ever since I got home from that... Uh, We've been just jamming and working on a new album, which we'll probably be announcing soon here. Holy smokes. Busy boy. Yeah. How you guys been? We've been well. We've been quite well. Finally had a, had a weekend off. We were a little busy the last, well, obviously our international trip. And then we had a little bit of time off. And then it was the, the Alberta festival season for us. So that was pretty cool. But uh, it's nice also to kind of sit around and be a blob for a weekend and not have to not have to rock anybody's minds, you know? That's right. Even uh, at the, at this point in time, you need some of those rock and roll needs a weekend off every but once in a while. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Because you're old. <laughs> that wasn't my choice, but you know what? It was good still. But yeah, we've been, we've been busy. We got some stuff on the horizon here, but uh, yeah, I, I I think uh, inquiring minds want to know what was your your favorite city in Alberta, and why was it High River? <laughs> <laughs> um, it was High River because <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, it was because of the pizza and the beer, and it was cool to play in a brewery. I've never done that. I got to share a pizza with Robbie Marone from the Marones, you know, so. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool stuff. 
so yeah, definitely that one. Uh, Verns I had played before back in like 2009, so that I kind of knew what to expect. <laughs> but... Hasn't changed at all, has it? <laughs> no, it hasn't changed one one bit, and uh, still the same guy running it there, and including the was, toilet uh... that was busted nine or twelve years ago when you went there. <laughs> Oh, totally. That still public poops. the The pool table was just like laughing in the face of pool tables. Like it was so torn up and like just. Oh, I've never seen a pool table so bad. But I don't know. Might have been kind of fun to play on anyway. The piano that hasn't been tuned in two decades, too. Oh yeah. A foosball table is fucking money, though. Played many of them there. Very nice. And then Black Bar, we've played there as well. I mean, I think we're not announced yet, but we might be going back there a little later in the summer. It's a cool venue. Nice. Yeah, that was a. Yeah, it was a good. It was a good turnout. It was a cool venue and a good turnout. So that was definitely fun. Got to play with the Maroons at that show. Uh, so that was awesome. Right on. So how did you? Because uh, the Fomites are from Vancouver, correct? How did you guys link up with them? Uh, that would actually probably be, um, when we were on a tour with you guys. So last year, my band, Let's Go, went and played three shows with your band, Trash Ambulance. And, uh, I guess you guys invited us on that or Robbie did or something. I don't know how we weaseled our, our now. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> more self-respect than that. Come on. <laughs> we we weaseled our way onto it, which is kind of like a trend in my life. Like I don't know. I've how done I it. remember it is we gotta get these guys because they're getting us a Kamloop show. Where the fuck was the Kamloop show? Kamloop <laughs> <laughs> show fell through, bud. Sorry. The old, <laughs> and it's the gone. old bait and switch. Eh? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah it's like... yeah, boys. I got you, I got you hooked up. It's like there's just fucking Lucy us or whatever Charlie Brown's nemesis was just pulled that football away the last minute. All right. Exactly. Or kind of Ricky, do you guys like you guys know Kamloops or Kamloops News You or something? Oh no, okay. Well we're gonna be joining you for three other shows. <laughs> uh worked out well. Guess turned out so, to be okay. We did like with trashed ambulance in the Maroons. Um I think we did like Rebel Stoke and um Vancouver and what was the third one? Nelson. Nelson, yes. Who, but who in Van- that tour, anyways. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that one was sixteen-hour drives every day. Just oh, wrong. dude, it was it was an amazing time. We, yeah. had, we had a blast, and we didn't have to drive, so I'm not going to complain. <laughs> it was a great time. We definitely, because of the way we joined on the tour, we kind of had to like do a little backtracking so we put on about 2000 kilometers for those three shows but you know what it was worth it it was awesome we stopped in kamloops i think at the rotten ronnie's or a and w or something kfc i think kfc was that what it was there's a unholy amount of kfc yeah there was a guy a couple guys one dude had like a hammer or something and he's walking around in the parking lot threatening people oh it's gonna Hang out till this, these guys leave. <laughs> Welcome to Kamloops. <laughs> that actually happens a lot here. Like it happens more than you would think. Sometimes it's a hatchet, sometimes it's a hammer, but it's always outside of a bus stop. Was it a hammer? I can't remember. Or was it? Like it was a-, a hammer. Yeah, it was in the drive-through trying to get yell at people to give them food or change or something. Oh, that's that's messed up, man. That's kind of sad, but uh, definitely not the way to go about it. Getting your chicken sandwich. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd I'd, oh. I'd have bought him a sandwich if he didn't have a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So um, I think 
Yeah, we, we played in Vancouver at the Wise Hall on that tour uh, with uh, last year with you guys and Jesse and Connor from the Fomites were there and I, you know, kind of like weaseled my way next to them and was like, hey man, I'm Ty from Let's Go. You know, I'd been following his band and we exchanged uh, numbers. I got his number and uh, yeah, we were talking and he, I think, proposed, just called me out of the blue one day and said, let's get, no, he didn't propose. <laughs> like, well, I skipped a few steps here. Fomites don't fuck around. No, Fomites, that's what we established on tour. The Fomites go fast, so they drive fast, they play fast, and they propose pretty fucking fast, man. <laughs> didn't so, even yeah. Meet parents yet. Didn't even meet Papa Chevrolet. Yeah, and I didn't get to meet uh, uh, Mammy and Mammy and Papa Fomite. <laughs> Isn't it Jeff? Isn't his last name Jeff? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Mammy Death. <laughs> <laughs> mommy Death. I don't want to be Mommy Death yet. So, hi, Jesse, if you're listening, we miss you. I hope he is listening. And I'm sorry I yeah. missed you when you came to Berta. I'm sure you uh, you blended right in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we have... folks at home, he uh, usually has his face painted in dark green hair. Looks pretty good. Oh, cool. yeah. And, like, the blood-splattered yeah. white suit that he wears, so... I don't know if he wears that all the time, but he was definitely wearing it at, at our show in BC. So it was, there was no confusing who he was and what, what he was up to. <laughs> definitely. I mean, uh, I, th- I think he might have got one or two weird looks at some point, like maybe in a couple of the smaller towns we were driving through. But I mean, what are you going to do when it's a gaggle of like six punks and like you're, nobody's going to mess with us? Big old Scotty, man. That guy will punch you in the next Tuesday. Huh. He seriously would. <laughs> Nicest guy, though. Nicest oh, he's, he's so nice. Hey, Scott. Yeah. Wish you were here. <laughs> yeah, so so you guys just connected at, at the Wise Hall show, and the rest, as they say, is history. Yeah. Yeah, it was good, because those three shows out with you guys were a good little taste of the good life, you know, the champagne, the caviar. And <laughs> so when we got to do seven with them, it was like, you know, a little, we broke it up over two legs. So we still only played four shows in a row at the most, but, you know, slowly amping it up. Yeah, for sure. Nothing wrong with those little mini tours, baby tours, whatever you want to call them. It's hard to, hard to play any more than that in a row in Western Canada. It's just too far, right? Like, unless, yeah. you got to be a pretty well-known name to play Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday. Depending if there's like specialty nights in the town, you just luck out. Like in uh, Calgary, you know, they do the rocking for dollars. Yeah, you only play for 15 minutes or whatever, but you're going to have a packed house at least. Maybe there's more value in that if you're a traveling band than there is, uh, you know, playing to an empty bar somewhere. But that's yeah, definitely tricky. So yeah, those those Thursday to Sunday ones are definitely, I don't know. I've, we've done them. I don't mind them. Yeah, and we're by the way, we're also playing on a on a Monday in October <laughs> in Banff, <laughs> of all places. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like you say, unless you're that big band that can draw a huge crowd on a weekday, it seems like just a necessity of the whole thing. I mean, there's going to be some, you know, lesser attended shows along with the shows that you end up getting better attendance than you thought you were going to get. So if you can put a couple bucks in the gas tank or get a fucking greasy little fried appy platter into your tummy before bed, <laughs> like, why not? Yeah, for sure. It all depends, really. 
some places are just happy to have people there. So you, you just never know what to expect. I guess that's that's the joys of the hitting the old highway. <laughs> Not that I'm some sort of veteran or anything, but <laughs> I don't know. I have to count up all the shows I played in my life. It's not insignificant, but I'm certainly not a not a road warrior like lots of our friends are that have been all over the world. This the current lineup of trash will hit fifty this summer. Holy shit, really? Yeah. Considering we were like COVID <laughs> a COVID band, yeah. We were pretty much COVID-y for first year and a half of our this particular trio's existence. Yeah, but uh I like forty six of those were at the VAT, right? <laughs> 47. <laughs> I don't know. I, we got to go through. Go through and count them up. I don't know what we're at for this year either. But I was super stoked to uh, see you guys going over to play in South Amer- or Central America there. Uh, you talked about it, I think, not very much on the show before, did you? Are you guys going to kind of go into it more? Or did you? I can't remember. Did you talk about it? We've dropped nuggets on episodes. We The plan is eventually to get Diego punk rock mag on the show and chat with him a little bit more about it or the altercados boys nice. just uh we're we're working our way through uh high-end denim affiliated acts so i don't know if we just uh check off gunned everybody with having you on here but <laughs> maybe something's coming down the pipe there's it's too soon to tell there is an album and you are free agents so we don't want to get caught tampering here or anything but something cool might happen who knows who knows ozone do you know i don't uh- know I, I know Taylor Hall got signed by someone today, so who knows? Maybe maybe Tyler Hall will. Oh, the oh Tyler versus Taylor's shit. back. Hey, guys, I just want to say, you know, I just went out there. We had a job to do. I kind of did what I had to do and what I came there to do, and there's a lot of good guys, you know, out there with me, so I guess we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Got to get beers deep. Just leave it all out on the stage. <laughs> Jizz everywhere. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. Yes, um, lots of exciting stuff coming down the pipeline. So, yeah, glad to be here, boys. Yeah, glad to have you. I know we're. Uh, you've definitely become a, a regular listener. Usually, I'm like, hit the fucking publish button, and within an hour, you're like, "Great episode, buddy." <laughs> what was oh that, yeah. What was that song that was on last? That was a sweet tune. <laughs> so. Oh so, yeah, man. So are you are you hearing that? Everybody at home, you know, you get your band on this show. You're going to get at least one new fan out of it, at least. Unless he doesn't like it, then you're, you're, you're kind of fucked. But all I can do is get it in the tastemaker's ears. The rest is up to you. Also, though, I'm going to randomly pick one band that's on here to just, like, stalk, cyber stalk, and just, like, totally, you know, like, mess with them. So there's also a great danger if you come on this <laughs> podcast with your band. <laughs> <laughs> and don't think about blocking him because he has multiple, multiple burners. He will get it. He will make Instagram unbearable. <laughs> so do we. So do we. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, uh, we're still pretty, pretty, uh, pretty young into this podcast here. So let's let's back the truck way up to baby tie. Give us a little insight on your your childhood and when you decided a the punk rock is pretty badass and b maybe i could play this shit too and go yeah okay well 
My mother and father first met on a snowy night in Toronto, Ontario in 1984. He was a ram. She was was a billy goat. (laughs) (laughs) No, I, uh, you know, when when I was a kid, I got uh, two of the first cassettes I had. One was like a Bare Naked Lady self-titled album. And the other one was Offspring Americana. And uh, I kind of listened to both those albums pretty heavily. And then it was around the time like new metal was like coming out, you know, like maybe 2000, year 2000, right? And, you know, I was kind of listening to some new metal, but also uh, Nirvana. Nirvana was huge for me. It was the first band that I like really, really got into and got all of their albums. And uh, it's around that time I picked up a guitar. Scotty Bass from Let's Go. He actually, I think taught me how to play my first guitar lick well brought up unlike you um so he taught me how to play one step closer to the edge by lincoln park yes (laughs) and i think then he taught me enter sandman and uh you know that was it and i kind of learned some nirvana songs uh on guitar is it nirvana or nirvana pretty sure it's nirvana pretty sure you're embarrassing yourself yeah well good thing we're not historians here Yes. And uh, Nirvana is very Canadian sounding. Like, oh, I fucking love Nirvana. You know what? We all we all say propaganda. Oh, I don't know what you say. But some yeah, people I say propaganda. So Gandhi. Maybe it's a Nirvana, Nirvana. Propaganda, yeah. propaganda. You know what it is? That accent, it's just a rich person accent. Like that unplaceable accent that has no country of origin. It's just like, oh, heavens, Nirvana. It just means you have money. <laughs> like Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Frazier. Yeah. Fake smart guy accent. I always thought he was British, but turns out he's whatever he is. And <laughs> Frazier was from Seattle or some shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But anyways, There's a you, lot of a... You were listening yeah. to... Uh, oh, sorry, I interrupted you. Someone doesn't say much. I shouldn't interrupt him. Go ahead. Say what- no, uh, there's a, a bike brand, Giant, and all the a lot of rich snobs called it Giant. It's not <laughs> it's not Giant. It's from Taiwan, man. Like it's definitely Giant. Yeah. <laughs> oh giant. my god, that's hilarious. I just took a Giant shit before this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it was the classiest of dumps you could imagine. <laughs> Sounds like a real curtain jerker, bud. <laughs> Good thing it wasn't that Burns. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or the Vat. <laughs> and that was the second time I got Hep B. <laughs> <laughs> I did forget to get my booster before Costa Rica, so I like I like to live dangerously. <laughs> Anyways, you were listening to Nirvana. And but we wait, you didn't mention where you were from. You said Toronto, but you're not from Toronto, are mm. you? No, 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 no. I'm uh well I was born in Toronto, but I was raised in Kenora, Ontario. It's in northwestern Ontario, about two hours from Winnipeg, Manitoba. Um, you have to drive through Kenora if you're taking the Trans-Canada Highway uh, east. Yes. Um, and so a lot of bands have actually stopped there over the years, punk bands and shit, you know. Uh, Dayglow just stopped there on their tour that they just did. And uh, there's actually a few punk musicians in the scene right now that are from there. So I don't know if it's something about that small town. It was. Uh, it's kind of a... It's a small town and it's got some social issues and uh, a lot of homelessness and stuff. Like I've seen some gnarly things uh, back when I lived there, like people drinking hairspray and people huffing gas off the gas pumps and everything. 
And uh, yeah, so we moved, uh, my mom and I moved out to BC in 2000. And that's when, that was grade eight for me. That was going into grade eight. So that's when it all really came about. And I got my first guitar. And within, you know, a year or two of that, I was playing my first ever show with my first ever punk band. We were called Jake Straight and the Drunks. And Scotty from Let's Go, he was the bassist in that band. And after that, we had a band called Scotty Bass and the Beatdowns. He was also the bassist in that band. But uh, I played drums in that one. And uh, then we took a huge hiatus for like over 10 years. Uh, and uh, when Let's Go got started in 2018, we were just a two-piece, uh, drums and uh, guitar. And uh, Scotty joined the band yeah, in about 2018, 2019. So it's great. We're back together. We're playing music together. And uh, I'd like to think we're making the most of it. Hell yeah. Kenora's finest. Well, it's either you or that hockey player, Mike Richards. Did you? Did he win a Stanley Cup? Oh yeah, he won a bunch. L.A. A lot of fastest skaters too, didn't he? I thought he was. Oh, also I think like uh, Donovan Bailey, the track runner, was from there. He was like an Olympic, I think, track runner. He had the world record for a long time. Yeah, yeah, he was like really, really famous. In Nagano, he he broke the world record. Oh no, it was either it was either Donovan Bailey or it was Mike's Mike Mike. Green or Mike Smith? I don't know. It was one, it was a guy, man. I gotta look it up. But there is a famous <laughs> runner. Definitely from wasn't there. It wasn't Donovan Bailey. He's from no. Orangeville or or one of those. Yeah. No, no, no. I Bailey. always get him confused. But it was another famous runner, dude. And <laughs> you can you can put that in the show notes. You just look it up. I don't know. Get a little thumbnail or something. <laughs> oh, fuck. you heard it here first. Donovan Bailey's <laughs> from Kenora. <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty sure he's not. He's from Oakville or whatever, because he always they always talked about it. That was a that was a Nagano. That was uh, Atlanta. Come on, you guys. Was it? And you were mm-hmm. kind of just politely being like, "Oh, so he's a compulsive liar." <laughs> <laughs> At least make it something I can easily fact check in my own brain within five seconds. <laughs> honest mistake. Honest mistake. <laughs> now I'm curious who it is. I don't know. Mike Smith. Pretty generic name. You know Mike Smith from Kenora? Oh yeah. Or Mike he's Smith fa- knows you. He's, or... he's fast as fuck, man. <laughs> you should see that guy run. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, you, this concludes bullshit minute with uh, Tyler. Is, uh... Oh, it's gonna be a whole bullshit fucking life with Tyler, buddy. And we're just getting started. <laughs> well. <laughs> Well, uh, I hate to do it, but I'm going to interrupt this particular stream of bullshit because we're going to play a song. You know how that goes. So what do you want to hear to kick off this, this uh, your portion of the song choosing? Um, yeah, I want to hear a band called NDK. They got a song called Rent for Sale. And uh, they're from New York, and they kind of get overlooked uh when people talk a lot of the about a lot of those bands from New York, like Choking Victim and Leftover Crack and Morning Glory, this band is uh, related to those bands, but they only ever put out one record, and I want more people to hear it. So it's spelt like, like I N D K, right? Yes. Kind of like in excess, you know. Mm-hmm, Instead mm-hmm. of in excess, it's N D K. I know Riley's a big fan. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah. Might be a 
a reference to uh, having sex with Donkey Kong, if I'm not mistaken, when you're in decay. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, this is in decay. What'd you think of that song, Ozone? Loved it. <laughs> Just what he wanted to hear on this Monday evening. I love In Excess. <laughs> what's the, what's that was the band that did the reality show to get the new singer, right? In Excess, <laughs> right? Couldn't tell you. <laughs> I I feel like that it has that must have something to do with Brett Michaels if it's a reality show. I don't know. I th- I think that's. Yeah, I gotta look this up. Ozone, you, you guys talk amongst yourselves. I want to. Ozone, have you ever seen a show called uh, uh, Daisy of Love? I have not. No. Okay, well, it's it's on Tubi. Uh, shout out Tubi. But uh, it's like this terrible. First, Brett Michaels did Rock of Love, where it was like uh, thirty women in a house that all get to compete for who can get Brett Michaels, the singer of Poison, I think. And so it was like some pretty greasy TV, right? Because they were they were really trying to get Brent Michaels. I believe it. Oh yeah, and there was a there was a spinoff called Daisy of Love, where it's like a turnaround, and like everybody's trying to get with one of the chicks that was on the first show, and she's like a rocker, but it's <laughs> it's super sleazy and it's really hard to look at, but it's also really hard to look away from. So. Anybody out there that has seen it within the sound of my voice that can hear me now, I'm sure they're just like, yeah, I remember that show. But I don't know. It might be worth checking out if you like terrible reality TV. <laughs> Keep it in mind. And uh, <laughs> that show was called Rockstar in Excess because the lead singer of In Excess, Michael Hutchins, passed away. So a fellow by the name of J.D. Fortune became the new singer because he won that reality show. More you know. So, was that pre-American Idol or post? Good question. 
it came out 2005, so post. That was all the rage. There was also that show with like they made like a like a band with like Ted Nugent and like the dude from Biohazard. It was like in Oz. You know that guy? Evan Seinfeld. Was it Seinfeld? It can't be Seinfeld. It's <laughs> not Jerry Seinfeld. The guy from Biohazard. Anyway, he's on that movie on that show Oz. He was like a like prisoner. <laughs> the prison show. Oh yeah. And who else was in it? Fuck. Oh, uh, Sebastian Bach. I think was the singer. It's a pretty fucked up show. It's like a super group or something they tried to make. I think that might even have been what it was called, a super group or something. I don't know. But I just remember, I think, yeah, I think it was Sebastian Bach was like, he kept wanting to name the band Savage Animal. He's like, call it Savage Animal. And everyone's like, that name sucks. <laughs> but just still constantly bringing it up. Like, I really think we should go with Savage Animal. Guys, we're five, you know, dudes in a band. We're like a savage animal. Like, no. <laughs> That that era of reality TV was wild. Like even in sports, like they had making the cut. It's like all these beer league hockey players trying to make the NHL for a contract. And like, what? Yeah, it was like I knew a guy that was on it, and he was he was really good, but not NHL level. And it's like they did this whole season to get like a chance to go to a NHL training camp. It's like none of them even made it past the first day, all the winners. It's like, what's, what's even the point of you invest all this time watching a show. And then it's like, no, these guys are life beer leaguers. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's like people that just think they're going to walk on. ECHL star. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Mike Smith from fucking Kenora. <laughs> Fast though. Fastest guy on the ice for sure. Olympic speed. No doubt. Oh boy! <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong, but there has there ever been a reality show about Warp Tour? And oh yeah, well not maybe not Warp Tour, but I mean Backstage Passport might be the closest thing. The No Effects uh, documentary. I did see. There's videos on YouTube of like, because remember there was all those like Christian bands and Fat Mike would like go in there and be a dink. <laughs> But what was that from? Because they exist on the internet. So was it just random? Oh, nice. Yeah. I don't know what that would have been from, but I don't know if there was actually a a Warp Tour reality show, but I would watch a documentary about it just to... Although nobody probably wants to go on it because all those pop punk bands were fucking being bad with underage girls probably. So they probably don't want... All that footage is probably from um, enhanced CD-ROMs they were making at the time. <laughs> all the bonus footage. It's it's just like you know the old saying: if this Christian emo band's gear trailers are rocking, don't come and knock. It. <laughs> uh, fuck. <laughs> but uh, this is topical. Maybe not topical, but relevant. Because let's go. Never played Warp Tour, but you filled in for a band that did do the Warp Tour. Can you enlighten us about that? Yeah, for sure. Um, it was an Australian band called Avarice, and I did join them as a kind of second guitarist for Warp Tour in 2009. <sighs> oh man, I've been talking so much. I'm out of breath here. Okay, catch my breath. So the way that I met uh, Tim from Avarice was uh, we were both working on a job site. He was a construction, working on a job here in Canada, construction worker. And I was painting the hotel that he was working at, building. And we met each other, and... And he was like, oh, I'm listening, or he was listening to Strung Out or something on the job site. And I was like, 
hey man, yeah, cool, strung out, and we got to talking, and he figured out that I could play One Step Closer to the Edge by Linkin Park on guitar, and he was like, bro, you're joining our band, right? They actually, their guitarist lived in Japan, Hiro was his name, but uh, uh, he wasn't able to make it, so I went with them, and it was a really fun time. I was pro I don't know how old I was, like, in my 20s, like, 20, how many years ago is that? 2009? I don't know. It's probably like 22. Oh, no, I know because I turned 21 in Vegas on the tour. And oh, I, dear. Oh, yeah, dude. I messed up in Vegas big time for sure. But that's not even the story that, I was, that I'm, that I'm uh, going to tell um, because, yeah, um, my fa I got a story about I did a party foul on the NoFX tour bus on Warp Tour hanging out with Fat Mike and uh, Melvin and stuff. So that's my story. That I, You guys want to hear it or what? A uh, little yeah. bit, yeah. yeah. You can't just tease us with that. Like, just, yeah, All right. don't, don't tease us, man. We, we need the whole the whole Thai experience. The whole goat horn. Ram it up. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so it was, it was great getting to play on Warp Tour. And uh, I filled in with this band. And we played on the Ernie Ball stage every time. So it's like a semi truck that folds out into a stage and like they had an Ernie Ball guitars there that I could use and everything. That was fun. And we got to play all these cool like amphitheaters up the coast all the way from Vancouver to L.A. And, you know, we got to play the Gorge in Portland, Oregon and Home Depot Center in L.A. You know, a lot of blacktop parking lots, which were it was during a heat wave in August. So and a lot of these shows were on straight up blacktop parking lots. So there was a lot of heat and you would just kind of like get under the monster energy tent because it was like the only shade available and uh, crush monster energy and maybe some water if you can find water. Anyway, I shouldn't have got baked in between these segments. I'm gonna, This is going to take way too long to tell the story. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, we'll, I'll cut to the point. I see Fat Mike running around on his uh, bike uh, at the Warp Tour fairgrounds or festival grounds one of the days. And I had a joint on me, and I threw it in his basket. And he had, like, a girl's bike with pink streamers on the handles and a little white basket in the front. So I threw a joint that I had into his basket, and I said, here you go, Mike, here's a joint. And he kind of rang the bell or whatever and rode off, you know, like an adorable leprechaun. <laughs> and uh... so flash forward to later that night, or maybe the next day, I don't know. But I seen Mike riding around on his bike, and I said, Mike, do you still have that joint? Do you want to smoke that joint with me now? And uh, he said, no, I don't have the joint anymore, but I got seven grams of <laughs> on the bus. <laughs> do you want to come on the bus? So I was like, okay, sure, let's do it. And uh, yeah, so, you know, got to me and me and my drummer that, that uh, I was there with, Luke Johnson, who he actually, he plays in Friends with the Enemy now, the Aussie band. I don't know if you oh, guys nice. heard their new record or anything. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm stoked that he's still playing music and uh, hope to hook up with him to play some music again before we die, at least. Uh, hopefully sooner. Anyway, so uh, we're all there and we're hanging out and we're having a good time and no effects is like really nice and uh, there's like a couple big dude bodyguards on the bus, you know, and uh, me and Mike are hanging out and we're doing the <whistles> and uh, you know how sometimes when, like after you're like like, you kind of get into the deep and meaningfuls. I don't know. That's what I kind of call it. The deep and meaningfuls when you're, like, talking with somebody, like, real deep and uh, about all this and all that. And, you know, you know, I was, like, 20 years old meeting my 
you know, one of my idols. And uh, so I was pretty stoked, you know, like, if you guys think I talk a lot now, imagine back then in that situation. Anyway, okay, this is a really hard story to tell, especially with you two looking at me like this. I've never told it with somebody looking on the video. <laughs> anyway, so we're all we're all high and stuff, and uh, they had just put out that album, Coaster, and it had that song on the album, Coaster, called Orphan Year. Yeah. And uh, it was kind of about... Fat, yeah, it's a great song. It was about Fat Mike's mom passing away from cancer, right? And, uh, you know... Uh, we were kind of in the deep and meaningfuls, and in my drug-addled brain, um, I thought it would be a good idea to try and connect with Fat Mike by saying, like, uh, oh, dude, you know, my mom had cancer, too. And and it's true. It's true. She had thyroid cancer. And uh, he was kind of like, oh, man, that sucks, you know? And I was like, then I told him the rest of the story, and I was like, well, she just had her thyroid removed, and now she's fine. And... <laughs> I feel like it was kind of not the right thing to try and identify with him. And it was a def definite party foul, you know? It's like, kind of makes me cringe when I look back now. But uh, you know what? He was, he was cool enough about it, and we hung out some more, and it was not a big deal. And then I came back knocking on the door of their bus at like 1 a.m. in the morning. I was like, hey, is Mike there? <laughs> you know, <laughs> just like all drunk and looking for more of the... <laughs> and they were like, no, no, he's not here right now. But, uh, you know, it, yeah. Yeah, it's one of many, many good experiences there. <laughs> I feel like, I don't know, I feel like he'd be unpredictable. You don't know how he would take a joke because he is the first to make jokes about dark stuff. But then if he wasn't in the mood for it, it might go poorly. So who knows? <laughs> She's like, who the fuck is this guy? I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> Because you weren't making a joke, but you're kind of just like... No, I, no, yeah, and I don't even know if I told him the second part about how my mom was still alive, but I just knew in my own heart that this was, like, a really greasy... It just it just didn't feel good. None of it felt good. I felt like I blew it, man. I blew it. Like, when? why would you bring up somebody's recently deceased parent in any circumstances if you're just partying? Like, I don't get it. But you know what? Mistakes were made. I feel like to think I've learned from it and grown as a person since then. You know, it's 2023 now, dude. He's still been he's still been calling Mike every day <laughs> on every tour bus he sees. Mike, it's me. Mike, you Let got me the make stuff. It up to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's pretty cool, man. I remember. I'm trying to think. 2009. So was that? Fuck. I because I went to I think three or four. Uh, warp tours when they came through Alberta. One of the years, because they stopped coming to, so used to always be at the racetrack in Calgary, like the raceway, race city, speedway, whatever they call it. And then they didn't have it at all in Alberta ones. I think they did in like Saskatoon because they couldn't figure out a venue in Alberta. And then the year after that, they did it in uh, Edmonton. So I'm just trying to like do the math. Did you know? Do you remember? Did you go to Edmonton that year? Or did you even um, come to Alberta at all? I, I no, when I, I hopped on, it was like Vancouver, and then it was like S Seattle, Portland, uh, California, up the coast kind of thing. So if it did go to Alberta, it, it had already gone by when I got on it. Okay, yeah, I, I'd have to do the math, but... Yeah, and you know, it was the only work tour I ever went to. I never got to go to one, 
And so to be able to go to that one was so amazing. And never mind get able to play. And it was such a great lineup that year, you know. Uh, I got to, uh, we had like these passes because like we knew somebody in the production crew. So we had these passes where we got to stand side stage and watch all the bands from the stage. So like No Effects and Bad Religion and uh, Less Than Jake and stuff like that. So it was pretty sweet. Yeah, and I don't think... 2009. I definitely saw Bad Religion at the Warp Tour, but I don't know if it was the same as when... Like, I saw No Effects there as well, but I don't know if it was the same year. I'd have to go back and check. That was quite a while ago now. A lot of beers have been drank since then. But yeah, that was a, definitely a huge thing back when we were kids. I remember like when it came out in the late 90s or something, like the very first inaugural Warp Tour. Can't remember, but I just remember being too young to, and I was in buttfuck Saskatchewan, so like, I don't get to go to this, but this looks amazing. And then I finally did get to go to it when I graduated and lived up to the hype. But I don't think they ever had the lineup they did in the early years with like all the best bands, like, you know, like you usually just get a handful of them each, each uh, tour after that. Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely became more diverse too from then what it was when it started. When it looks, or I imagine it was more of like the punk rock, skate punk kind of thing. And but even in two thousand and nine, it was like three oh three was the band headlining, and they were kind of like a party rock band, almost like LMFAO or something. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. it's definitely a. It might have been 2010 or something when I went in Edmonton, but it was, yeah, it was definitely a, a big, heavy emo, big, heavy emo, like, screamo almost, uh, like a lot of those bands, like Suicide Silence, all that type of stuff that, at the time, I was not into, but there was, I did see Face to Face, and... At the time, you've never been. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's fair. I was definitely more, more vocal about my dislike of it back then, but... um yeah, I did see like face to face was there. Fuck who else? I think Alkaline Trio was there. And they covered a no means no song and fucking nobody nobody knew what it was. It was like three of us singing along. <laughs> Everyone else is like, what is this? <laughs> Only so many songs. You know that song? Can be sung with two ears, two lips, two lungs, and one tongue. So with uh it didn't go over like they think they thought. Like, oh, <laughs> that is like a... we're in Western Canada. All these kids are gonna know this. Like, yeah, you you know how kids love no means now. <laughs> and that, even in 2010, they were probably like in their 50s. Like they weren't they weren't young anymore. Like they weren't. Yeah, I did. I did see them live a few times. Holy shit! They always brought the worst opening acts that would play for like an hour and a half, and it was just painful to get through. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny because. Uh, my second song choice specifically has to do with a band that toured with No Means No, and they uh, and they they went on tour and toured Europe with No Means No, and they're an amazing band. Uh, yeah, Potty Umbrella. No, is that a real band name? <laughs> Potty Umbrella. I, they, when they came to Red Deer of all places, they were playing with a band called Potty Umbrella. How the hell would I ever forget that? <laughs> That's amazing. That's not a name you forget. No, I love No Means No. They're so good, yeah. I only got to see them once, but uh, it was a good time. Well, uh, I saw them that time in Red Deer, and then we went to Edmonton to watch them. <laughs> My buddy Gabe Dog, for, we're going to get him on the show here eventually, the singer of the Off Sailors. He used to, I think he was on a tear where he got kicked out of like 
25 shows in a row or something like he would never get to watch the headliners he'd get like two songs in and he'd start fucking crowd surfing and the bouncers would kick him out like happened every time and after we sat through like probably i don't know i shouldn't say the worst nobody was into it at all and these guys are just playing weird music for like an hour and a half it's like i don't know why they do that i guess it's just because they like them or they're friends or something but anyways i sit through this band for an ungodly amount of time no means no comes on plays fucking two songs Buddy gets kicked out. I'm his ride. I have to fucking leave. <laughs> I couldn't just let him walk around White Avenue by himself for fucking. So you missed No Means No. I got to see like two, three songs, and I was like, because we like it was winter time, so we like checked our coat. So I was like, remember I walking like really slow to the coat check and like trying to get in as much as I could. But I heard a Oh No Bruno, so that's that's all I really needed from him that night. I was a little annoyed. <laughs> I didn't get to watch the band because he got kicked out. Oh man, that's a good song. We'll get we'll get him on the show and he'll uh, he'll defend himself. But yeah, he was on quite the tear for a while. He was not uh, he was not able to catch the headliners too often. <laughs> Everybody wow. got a buddy like that. Maybe you were that buddy, Ty. Yeah, you know it's possible. I mean, uh, I feel like I don't know if I ever got kicked out of a punk show. I've been kicked out of a bar, that's for sure, but never a punk show. Yeah, I've been, I've been like, there's probably like a hundred concerts I've been to where I don't fucking remember the headliner because I'm just too drunk. But <laughs> it's weird because now I kind of try to keep it together when I go to a show and it's like, oh, I can actually remember. <laughs> Not just hammered drunk in the pit. My one buddy told me he went to Vancouver from Kamloops and uh, paid to see Zach Wild on tour. And when he got there, he got super hammered before the show and then he went to the very front of the show and waited and got more hammered like to be right in front and the show started and he got in some shoving match with somebody at the front right away and he got kicked out and so they kicked him out he had had you know booked a hotel room he had driven to vancouver he had these concert tickets and couldn't even tap her cool if i can get through the first song man just like your friend <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he this guy had like a target on his head though. Especially in Red Deer, like as soon as he walked in, they'd be like all the bouncers would be like staring at him and as soon as he did anything, it's like you're out. Like, Come on. <laughs> uh, oh man. It's fucking way she goes though, you know. We played in we played in Squamish last year and uh there was a guy like being super aggressive, then he started smashing bottles in the pit. So he got kicked out. He was just like throwing for no reason, like throwing bottles at the stage. So that's probably one of the one of the only recent times, and I can remember someone getting ejected from a show recently. Fuck, a few years ago, I went to uh, suicidal tendencies in Calgary. May or may not have tried some funny little mushrooms that night. <laughs> Anyways, took in the show and. Uh, you know, he's playing all the hits, whatever. All he wanted was a Pepsi, blah, blah, blah. Good time. And then uh, all of a sudden, somebody like, because I don't know if you've ever been to the Palace in Calgary. It used to be called Flame Central. Although you're probably familiar with that venue. There's kind of like a balcony up top. And somehow we ended up scoring, like, we got there early enough that we got these seats. So we're just like sitting there. And uh, somebody from like not too far from us, like chucked a full drink onto the stage miss psycho mike but there was like a bunch of people standing at the back and i guess he 
Psycho Mike claims it almost hit his son who was standing there. And like fucking all of a sudden they like all these people like came up and like grabbed this guy, drug him on the stage, and they're like all just kicking the shit out of this guy. Like Psycho Mike is literally boot fucking him. And then I like oh. see the guy like kind of goes backstage and then I like see him like crawling and because you can see like underneath the curtain. Like see this guy crawling, all of a sudden you just see him <laughs> somebody grabbed him by the legs and pulled him back out. So yeah, it was like you know, you hear the stories about the suicidal tendencies guys. It's like, I, I don't know. Like, I assume it was I mean, staged. It seemed pretty legit. Yeah, like, and that's the thing. You hear the stories. So if you're at the su- suicidal tendy show, it's like, we're probably not going to be hucking bottles at the stage, right? Lord, what did you think was going to happen, dude? Like, that's psych- They call it, his name isn't Reasonable Mike. Okay? <laughs> Patient Mike. <laughs> Cool as a cucumber, Mike. <laughs> yeah, that was my, uh, off the top of my head, that was the last experience of a complete fucking mayhem. That's and a then, good one. And then they did that, uh, what's that, My Mommy's Dead or whatever song, their rig song, can't remember. I'm not like diehard fan of them, but definitely like their music and put on a good show. They actually had the guy from, well, used to be in Slayer, was drumming for him, so it's quite the... The downgrade as far as audiences go is used to playing fucking the Saddle Dome to not that there's anything wrong with the palace. Like I'd play that venue in a second, but as far as going from Slayer down to Suicidal, like I feel like it would be a significant downgrade in his eyes, but I don't know. I don't know what happened. Maybe they're paying him an insane wage to do that. But you ever you guys ever hear body count? Yeah. That, is yeah. that the one with uh with iced tea? Yeah. Yeah, they oh yeah they, they did a modern version of institutionalized. Oh yeah, yeah, and and but they were around since like I believe like the nineties or something or maybe maybe before. I feel like they were around back in the day, and then they they kind of got together to again or they never really stopped. It seems like I don't know. It's kind of interesting. It's like almost spoken word over like you know metal riffs and stuff. Like it's weird. I think I like that No Lives Matter song, I remember. And, but these all might be new, newer ones. I don't know about their old back catalog or anything. No Lives Matter. What a great slogan. And nobody is like you know, going to confuse whatever that means, right? <laughs> <laughs> Ice-T, man. He doesn't shy away from anything. He's controversial. Yeah. His, his hit song wasn't Cop Befriender. <laughs> <laughs> this is our brand of humor today. <laughs> but uh, on that note, I think it's time for another little bit of a break here. Let's let's hear another song. All right, uh Potty Umbrella, you said, right? <laughs> no, no Potty Umbrella. This is uh a band that I'm going to be uh have the pleasure to play with Let's Go. We're going to play a show with The Invasives. And uh they're from Vancouver. We got a show July 30th and Kamloops with Russian Tim and the Invasives and Sound City Hooligans. It's going to be a great time, and let's go, of course. So the song is called Who You Are by the Invasives.
Vax. There we go. Some good Vancouver punk rock. So thanks for choosing that song. I think it was probably the best song I've ever known to this day. To this date, this exact date. Until the next. So glad you took the time to give it a chance. (laughs) Well, you didn't really give me much of a choice. But you know what? As long as I don't have to listen to Let's Go, it was a win. (laughs) There will be no Let's Go songs tonight. There will be no Let's Go songs. Too late. You didn't choose them, so we chose them already. <laughs> Assuming, because we do the we do the postamble and preamble after this, so uh, don't you uh, worry about it. You're gonna get your representation. Secrets out. And even if we don't play, let's go. We're gonna hear your little voice, anyways. Because what time is it, Ozone? Pressure cooker time. Pressure cooker time. So let's hear. Actually, let's 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 let you to defend yourself what you wrote this song what was your inspiration and uh, how did it all come together it's a brilliant song really well my inspiration was attempting to weasel onto your podcast (laughs) (laughs) and you know what you know what buddy you think you're the first podcasting that i ever made no Okay, I got a few under my belt i got it you didn't get the theme you got a, a segment (laughs) <laughs> always a bumper never a bride huh <laughs> always a blumpkin <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> awesome well uh i hope you don't mind us calling it tyler and the tigers we can say it's let's go from here on in if you want yeah n- no whatever i mean it's it's not though it's not let's go you can call tight call it ty and the tigers because then i'm gonna have to deal with scotty he's like I hear you're talking about me on the radio, man. Like, you said that I played on this song. He's like, that song fucking sucks, dude. And then he, like, I imagine he shoves me up against the wall and kind of just, like, pushes me on the chest, like, too many times. You know what I mean? (laughs) I can't imagine that. We'll have to get some footage of that, put it up on the website. Highenddenimrecords.com, by the way. Need to get our our foot traffic up on that page. Very nice. I did, I did. I went there and I bought the, I bought the upside down man vinyl, or no, sorry, the digital, the digital album. I bought their new record. Yeah, again, I got baked in between segments again. So, I bought the upside down man digital, and uh, yeah, no, it's great. And the the purchasing experience was seamless. The e-commerce is uh, without a kink there. It's kinkless. It's great. I should. Uh... I should plug too. If you're if you're gonna buy MP3s of any of the bands that we work with, buy it from our website, please. Because fuck Bandcamp, they're really uh, they're really, I don't know, man. They used to be the the people's champs here, and they they take a shit ton of your percentage of your uh, download. So you guys pay twelve forty three or whatever to buy it, we get fucking five eighty eight. So, but if you buy it from us, not us gets it all. The band gets it all. We don't hoard the wealth. We share it with our boys and girls. So keep that in mind. Highendenerecords.com. See you Uh Yeah, so let's uh, let's hear from Tyler and the Tigers. And let's fucking bang into it. Here we go. Let's fucking do this. Ty, are you ready? 
I'm ready, boss. You hydrated and ready to rip? Let's fucking go. The timer begins when I finish reading the first question. Lord of the Rings or Game of Thrones? Lord of the Rings. What's the best Tom Hanks movie? Big. Tigers or lions? Tigers. What's your favorite swear word? Um, the one that is kind of acceptable in Britain, but not over here. <laughs> What's your? Who's your favorite Olympian from Kenora, Ontario? <laughs> Donovan Bailey. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Finish these lyrics. Count your bruises one by one and laugh it off. Uh, Xanadu. <laughs> That's fucking not right. <laughs> What's your... What's your favorite planet? It could be real or fictional. Uh, I have to go with Uranus. What is Uranus for 69? <laughs> What's your favorite bouncing soul song? Uh, gold song. <laughs> Space Jam or Operation Dumbledrop? Space Jam. What was your best score ever in bowling? Uh, like, low hundreds. <laughs> and what's your all-time favorite line from The Simpsons? Um, smoothers. No, that's so lame. Come on. Do I get another chance? Oh, no, the pressure is too much. Pressure cooker. I... You got ten. Nine. Nine. Ten. <laughs> Just to the Mr. Burns. You're already doing the fucking... <laughs> The hand gestures. <laughs> okay, I, I give up. There's too much pressure, dude. It's too much pressure. There's there's so many Simpsons quotes, like... He buckled under the pressure cooker. Oh, uh, buckled by my own songs? Ugh. <laughs> All right, let's, let's, uh, let's go back. Which ones did he fuck up? So the, the song was, count your bruises one by one and laugh it off. Stick around down here with us. Count your bruises by the Flatliners. I guess you're not a fan. Or you didn't know the words. <laughs> Did not know the words to that one. Fair enough. Favorite bouncing soul song? I thought for sure it'd be True Believers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why you would say that, but I'm I'm pretty sure that um, if any legal entity is listening to this, there's no affiliation. I believe you. Just a little bit of groove theft. <laughs> so, uh, can you now that the dust settled? Can you think of your favorite line or a good line that you always like? No, no, dude, my brain is broken. I can't. It's like you know when you sit down to look at Netflix and you spend just an hour trying to pick a show. Like that's what I'm doing with the quotes in my head. But at the same time, I can't remember a single one. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to do you with know that what I long rip you had before. <laughs> you know what's great? The song Ralph Wiggum by the Bloodhound Gang. Have you heard that song? I think so. <laughs> it's a Bloodhound Gang song. It's kind of like a punk song, like a mid-tempo punk he song. He just uses all his quotes. Exactly. It's great, yeah. But what's some of the lyrics then? Then you got your quote right there. Oh, uh, chocolate microscopes. As I see Ken Griffey Jr., I fell off two times. Or, yeah. Go banana. Yeah. By the way, I am offering singing lessons over Skype. 
You know, they're like $200 for the first half hour and, you know, just get at me. <laughs> I think we could all use a lesson or two. Yes. If, if you've heard our albums. Except Ozone. That's right. Ozone can sing. I can't. Yeah, Ozone, what, you got any, uh, any questions for old Ty here? Anything that's just been burning a hole in your brain you just got to know? I don't think so. I don't think so. Nothing. Unbelievable. You guys have covered everything. Not everything. Not everything. Some things are much too dark for podcasting. <laughs> dark and personal. Or you call that state of mind. <laughs> when you get, oh, yeah. get into the uh, profound, <laughs> profound speakage. But yeah, um... Cool things coming down the pipe for old Let's Go. So uh, get them on uh, at Let's Go Band. How, how do you do that? Fucking good choice of the name. Super Googleable. Yeah, there's probably like everything else comes up. Uh, we're on all the all the social media and Spotify and Bandcamp. We're uh, at Let's Go underscore BC on Instagram. And we're Facebook.com slash Let's Go C-A, and the C-A stands for Canard. That's duck. That's a duck. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you had a chicken in there. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a fucking chicken. Yeah, so everybody, yeah, listen to the band, and, you know, there is an album coming. We haven't really said anything about it on social media or anything yet, so you heard it here first. Uh, we've, we're working on an album. It's almost done. This is Scoop Troop. Grab your scoops. So hopefully it will be out this year. Yeah, it's all the ball's in your court, man. Get them, get them shits recorded. Will do. Yeah, no, I'm, it's, it's really exciting. I'm stoked for it. So really stoked to show everybody what we've been working on. And, uh, yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. It's good to see (laughs) you. It's good to see you, uh deformed goat horn face every now and then you know i missed it i didn't even notice the goat horn before you're gonna touch the goat horn next time that uh we play a show together <laughs> i hope so but I might, oh, and, uh, I might be leaving the country next time you come around. <laughs> oh fuck you <laughs> yeah yeah no not gonna lie i was like not only are they not going to play a show with us, they're going to leave the entire country. So, like, there's no chance. <laughs> Just like the whole thing was photoshopped by AI that you did the whole, like, Central America trip and just and you all stayed in your houses and didn't go downtown or anything just to avoid us or what? Yeah. You told them? That's exactly what happened. We all went to Reiki's and we just frickin' played... What does he play? Magic the Gathering for, like, five days straight. You'd probably love that because you would kick the shit out of us because <laughs> I don't know how to play it. I hear that Reiki listens to every episode, so uh, Reiki, we actually cover an indie K song now. We're working on that for our next show, so you would be into that, buddy. He used to listen. I don't know if he does anymore. I think he's sick of our shit. Is there water in the water car? We've been <laughs> driving a lot together. I don't think he needs to hear any more of our voice. <laughs> <laughs> Medicine Hat, fucking Fort McMurray, High River. And we just get into arguments about dying fetus. The band, not not the thing. Not the item. 
I'm not a fan. He is. We butt heads. Tune in next week. <laughs> Let's get him on the show. <laughs> Don't bring up Brian Peters. Yeah, like, okay, you guys, Reiki said he'll do the show, but you can't bring up Dying Fetus or he will walk. <laughs> it's like, did you ever see that episode? I mean, this guy's problematic, that uh, Gameshi guy. I think he had uh, <laughs> Billy Bob Thornton on it, but he had, like, some claws from his agent. And he's like, I'm only talking about my blues band. And he just started bringing up his movies, and he just got all pissed off. He's like, we're talking about fucking Powertrain, or whatever the fuck his band was called. And he's just like got pissed right off of this guy. He's like, "Well, fuck your movie star. <laughs> We're not talking about fucking bad news bears or bad Santa right now, right?" <laughs> Nobody cares about his band. They want to hear about the movies. He's not famous from the band, obviously. <laughs> I, know, but I, I guess he had some sort of clause. He's like, "He's not talking about it. Don't fucking bring it up." Guy just immediately brought it up and pissed him off. It's on YouTube. Like I said, that dude's a little problematic. <laughs> it got kicked off CBC for being bad or whatever, but yeah, yeah, apparently a bad dude. Yeah, that that's never gonna happen on denim radio. No, we you would never get that. No, I hope not. We definitely this ask is a... questions we shouldn't. This is a this is a great way to end the show. A little Giango Meshi riff, hey? Giango, that's amazing. Oh, I'm sorry I ruined your podcast. <laughs> Way to go, man. <laughs> Fucking get out of here. All right. Go back to Kamloops. I hope to go to Kamloops soon. We'll see you there. Oh, dude, I'll book you a show here. It'll be great. And then he'll leave the country. Yeah. <laughs> I'll book it and then just not show up. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> sorry, man. Yeah. I had to go to... Had to go to Portugal. You know how it is. Yeah, but then, yeah, but then, uh, then I'll be like, oh, I see you got some shows coming up. <laughs> you just gotta show up and assist your band plays. Only way you gotta you gotta outsmart us, man. Outsmarting us. But yeah, on that note, <laughs> I've had a lot of fun. Why don't you choose one last song and uh, get out of here? Okay, great. Yeah, good times. Thanks for having me. My last song is. Ford Pier, Angels on Horseback. Ford Pier is a musician from Vancouver. He played with many bands over the years and has his own solo career. Has a couple bands of his own. Uh, yeah, he used to play with DOA, but his stuff is a little bit more eccentric than DOA. So enjoy that, everybody. Right on, buddy. It was good chatting with you. And uh, you stay out of trouble, and we'll cross paths again soon. I'm very sure of it. Upon the king all eyes were fixed The perfect game was pitched Both season and Eisenhower back The big scheme touted by petroleum General Motors Firestone All aboard to find the nation whole From Florida to Washington Out the chutes of pavement file the hills and plains, landing strips and shipping lanes, evacuation routes and engines of economy. Cutting through the urban sprawl, filling stations, shopping malls, easier to get to when the bus 
pretty goods. The taste of these bananas makes me want to get away. Hey, this is Tyler from Let's Go, and you're listening to Denim Radio. And that's gonna be a wrap. All right, that was fucking. Yeah, these uh, we we get on this show with some of our buddies and kind of get a little bit off the rails sometimes. <laughs> there's there's the... a rails. Yeah, <laughs> get a little bit off the. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was great. I mean, yeah, we've known Tyler now for I guess coming up on a year. I guess we've we internet knew him a little bit beforehand. Definitely heard of his band before we did that mini tour with him, but obviously over time I've become buddies and it was great to to have a chat with him. It's like we said, we don't always get to see your friends, so it's good to do shit like this because sometimes you can it's the only way you get to actually have a good conversation conversation with him that's not just uh sending poop memes or Beetlejuice memes. <laughs> just hanging around. <laughs> oh yeah i think we can uh call it a wrap i mean i think your battery's dying on your microphone so we should probably uh wrap it up is there anything you want to talk about before we say goodbye until next time say goodbye nope i'm all good just uh yeah let's uh let's roll into the last song so yeah let's we, i guess we should do our uh our plugs here so if you guys haven't yet check out our website iamdenonrecords.com we we do have a store on there selling our vinyl, CDs, tapes, everything that we have, plus MP3s if you're into that. And, uh, yeah, we would ask you, you want to support us in that manner, fucking buy from our page, because that way we get to keep all the money. Bandcap doesn't take their lion's share. And, yeah, and then it comes through us, and then we redirect it to the band. So, you know, you're you're supporting our label as well as, as the bands directly, so you're making sure they get their... They're hard-earned dollars for their for their music, but yeah. And in, in addition to the old highendenimrecords.com, maybe you didn't know, but we have a we have a playlist on Spotify that we update. Try to update every Sunday; it doesn't always work. Every week, we though. Every week. Yeah, we'll always update it. I think we every now and then, if we're if we're busy or whatever, we'll take a, take some time off. But we've been pretty good lately. So there's always lots of cool songs. Most of the time, we try to get new stuff. Not always. Sometimes we just find a song. We're like, fuck, I like this song. I'm putting it on. So that goes, uh, holy shit, these guys actually have a lot of plays. So I stumbled across this band called Nicotine. I can't from know where I saw them. It looks like, well, I'll just do the little write-up. Originally starting out as a self-described indie-slash-alternative act in 1994, Nicotine were first introduced to punk and ska upon their first American tour during the summer of that year, immediately after returning to their native Tokyo, blah, 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 changed their sound, and now we have nicotine as you know it now. So <laughs> I found this song 
Yeah, that was way longer than I thought. I didn't want to read it all. But uh, you'll get the point. Hmm. This song is called Make a Song for You, all caps. And if you like it, go listen to our Punk Rock Radness playlist. And, you know, 1,782 people can't be wrong. Not so many people currently like it. And constantly growing, so. And if you don't like it, fucking get on there and like it. Follow us on Spotify. Follow all the bands on Spotify. Just support the bands any way you can. And we'll love you forever. Yep. Yeah, that's that's my final choice. Um, I'm I'm ready to go to bed. So, uh, yep. you cut anything to add, or you done? I don't have a choice, so I'm golden with that. <laughs> All right, everyone. We will. Uh, yeah. So we had a ton of different people that we need to talk to, and they've all rescheduled. So we're probably going to hammer out as many episodes as we can leading into the summer. And we'll probably take a little bit of time off in the summer, but yeah. In the meantime. We'll see you again very soon. Could be today, could be tomorrow, could be in a week, but we'll be back. All farce. Yup. <laughs> All right. Until next time, this is Josh and Ozone with Denim Radio. Bye. We'll see you later. This is Nicotine. <laughs>
Is that a dog? No. <laughs> the hose outside. Because you kind of reached at the same time, Ty. So I was like, is he fucking fingering a chicken? What the is hell? It, what is it? What is Fingering his tiger. I'll delete this part. <laughs> Dude, oh my god, no, you gotta leave it in as an outtake and then uh, call the episode Fingering a Chicken. <laughs> chicken fingered. Nice! Chicken fingered. <laughs> okay, back on track. I gotta go to bed.